Ladies and gentlemen, I am joined by the Godfather. This is the Podfather. You are watching the most consistent number one mixed martial arts show about Pakistan. Consistent. consistent. Very consistent. Oh, this man. is Nadella Sabrisa, joined by Bashir yeah. Evan. Bashir, by how are you? First and foremost, most important question, how are you feeling, my friend? Uh, I'm doing uh, really well. So, uh, first of all, right, it's, uh, it's weird that we were talking right before and then you've gone into... Um, showman mode right <laughs> yeah and i guess maybe this is my showman mode which is uh which is terrible <laughs> nothing like yours yeah yeah so it's going to take a little bit of time I, and it's funny that you say consistent with consistency maybe um i'll feel more comfortable right but uh well, it's not too bad but uh the people love yeah, you with, you should know oh, that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> i know and, and, and i've always been uh, uh weird and awkward enough so people know me so that, that's good uh, yeah, but with consistency, it's crazy. What, what, this is the fourth one or third mm-hmm. one and third that's one. the most consistent. So that's a uh, really low standards that we have. No, yeah. no, there, 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 there are others. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? There are, there's others who've done it who? longer who? than this. Who? Uh, wait, Name okay, one what do you guy. mean? Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. First of all, most consistent what? Podcast, show, anything. Bashir, the, most, our closest competition, our closest competition oh, hasn't posted since March of last year, bro. Hold on a second. No, 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 no. The most consistent podcast for period. Yeah, ever on planet on planet Earth. On okay. oh yeah, on planet Earth in Pakistan, yeah. all time. No, in Pakistan at least, definitely. Bashir, we're doing something nobody else is right now. You should know that. No, there are people who talk about uh, MMA. You talk about MMA. Um, uh, there yeah. are other podcasts in, in Pakistan. Name uh, two of them. Okay, fine. There's Combat Zone. Okay, right? fine. Okay, yeah. There you go. Not that right? consistent, though. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. Right, consistency <laughs> can be measured over a period of time. Right, so if you, five years go by and you're posting every month, that's consistent. Right. Mm, mm, sure. So um, you got to put that into uh, account, but. Let's, I will say that uh, we've been talking about this for a long time. Yeah. Right? Me and you about doing something like this. And now that we're on our fourth one, I will now agree with you. This is pretty consistent. <laughs> this yeah. is me trying to put us over it, trying to bury the competition. Yeah. And here you are yeah. saying, no, no, they're also doing yeah. their thing. They're nice. No, this yeah. is number one. Yeah. Numero yeah. uno. See, the and, only one. And, and this is... I guess this is where the, the difference in personality also comes in, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? Right. And, you know, so this is going to be, I guess, uh, this is going to be me, the kind of neutral, like, no, no, got to give everybody credit. That's, that's not, you know, and you're going to be the more kind of self-promotional guy. And that's great. That's, that's actually, it's a great combination. Because right? anytime you offend anybody, right, I'm here to be like, no, listen, that's not exactly accurate, right? Yeah, thanks, Bashir, for being yeah, the, yeah. the anchor that yeah. weighs me down to the ground. Yeah, <laughs> the, the voice of yeah. reason, but the voice of yeah. Pakistani mixed martial arts. I'm just start stop like putting myself over so much. I'm kidding. Ladies and gentlemen, this is not about us. Yeah. It's not about me. This is mm-hmm. not about Bashir. What this is about mm-hmm. is Pakistani mixed martial arts, the men and women that have been representing Pakistan locally in the regional scene and also internationally in the international scene. We have Anita Kareem to talk about. We got Irfan Emmett to talk about. We got... Muhammad Abbas Khan to talk about, and we got hashtag Safe Combat Sports to talk about. So without further ado, without beating around the bush, here we go. Let's go straight into the first thing. Bashir Ahmed, 
Let's talk about Anita Kareem Shaheen. And before we talk about her recent fight or anything else, mm-hmm. I just want to start yeah. by prefacing this by saying that uh-huh. she is not just an icon, superstar, pioneer, but she's a trailblazer for women all across Pakistan. Why do I say that? Because she has led the charge for women to come out of you know, their comfort zones, come into a gym to train and actually have somebody look up to and say that this person mm-hmm. did it, I can't do. Um, but she obviously fought recently at Fairtex fight night, a losing effort, a close decision loss, the first of her career. What do you no, have to say about before. that? Okay. She's lost once before. Well, I thought it's the f- decision, actually. It's the first okay. decision loss. Yeah, okay. she lost versus uh, Nyreen Crowley. Was doing very well uh, in that fight, by the way, and she may have dropped Ni- Nyreen. She made a, a mistake. It's been a while. This is her debut fight, by mm. the way. Period. Debut MMA fight, and uh, but she ended up losing that by, uh, I believe, it was rear naked choke. All I right. Believe. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Sure it was a submission. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but other than that, she's done well. She's won. How many? She won. She's won two. Uh, you know. But I mean, she's fought uh, quite good people. In fact, let me uh, do a breakdown. Right, because you're you're talking about how she's uh, been a pioneer yeah. uh, for women's MMA, and uh, it's really important that not only has she been a pioneer, but the people that she's competed against. Right, and and we'll, I'll end with the last one. Uh, first was versus um, Nyreen Crowley, right, mm-hmm. who has been uh, a New Zealand kickboxer based, uh, who uh, training out of Bali MMA for the longest time. She's training out of Bali MMA uh, at that time. Uh, very experienced. I'm talking, uh, Nyreen must have had decade plus uh, wow. of experience, right? Yeah, decade plus. Uh, she had competed in one Warrior Series before and won. Um, and she also uh, competed in one championship uh, later on, right? And uh, that was, I mean, not a fight that Anita, the way that she performed, she really showed what the potential was there, right? She did yeah. really well, really well. Her second fight, was uh, versus uh, Gita Suhar Sono, uh, Indonesian, uh, actually like UK Indonesian, uh, who had been uh, training in China, training in the in the UK, um, and had also competed before. So more experienced uh, than Anita, and I, I could say like a bit more experienced, but also uh, you know in her athletic prime, uh, had a lot of hype behind her, right? And uh, Anita. She pretty much dominated uh, that fight. Um, her third one, this one is uh, her most impressive, right? And her third one, she also uh, won, was versus Marie uh, Rume from yeah. Estonia. Uh, very, I mean, she's one of the most touted uh, prospects uh, in women's uh, Muay Thai in Thailand. She's been living here. She's training out of Team Quest, uh, Thailand, now training out of Marok Gym. Um, so, and I mean, she had made a name for herself in, uh, Muay Thai. It still has, I mean, like she, she's still very, very young, uh, and, uh, we could see her go very far. Um, and so that was, uh, yeah, third uh, one. I mean, that was and her third, third one. Yeah. And she won and she beat her in the, the standup. Yeah. Right. She beat her in the standup. So if you hear any, uh, like scratching on the door that's uh, an infant trying to claw his way <laughs> with a spoon or something it's all good um, yeah uh, and uh then her fourth one the, the most recent one at fairtex uh fight night or fairtex fight promotion um was uh versus a knoll little monkey ranjean yeah uh, half thai half french and um you need to go and watch that match because uh anita did very well 
but you can also see the level of um, a caliber of her opponents there because um, Knowles' uh, judo was very highly touted, and I had been hearing this for a long time. I'm very familiar with Knowles. She'd been training at Fairtex as well before, and then Venom, and also in uh, in France before, and was a very good judoka. And you can see that. Like, throws, I really like watching judo throws uh, yeah. in anime. Even though I can't do any myself, I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, watching it. Like, if someone is able to pull out judo throws, whether or not they're winning or losing, um, uh, as a, a fighter, I'll be their fan. I like to see that stuff. You know, I, I just personally like to see people who are able to pull off uh, high-level uh, judo and MMA. Carl Parisian, I don't know if you remember him. Yeah, Carl. big fan of Carl Parisian. Yeah, yeah, big fan of Carl Parisian. Um, Ronda Rousey, she didn't really have. I, I enjoyed did, enjoy watching hers, but her, her like you didn't see like a big variety of stuff. And, and yeah. you know, this speaks to her her level too. She's able to do the same thing over and over again to people all, all across the board. Kayla Harrison. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I haven't watched much of her fight, so she's crazy. Say. She's mad, yeah. like yeah, yeah. But go yeah. on, yeah. So um, watch that fight with uh, with Noel. Um, yeah, uh, very good judo, very very good judo, and the speed and the variety of takedowns that she was able to get on uh, Anita is a testament to her skill level. And now that being said, uh, Anita did uh, very well. It was I won't say it was super close, but it was a very competitive. It was a competitive fight. Anita had her moments, and all the way to the end. Uh, Anita had uh, like the superiority uh, in the striking. Uh, I would say was connecting uh, more uh, on the ground, like with ground and pound. She was able to do well. So it was a competitive fight. It was definitely a competitive fight, uh, but uh, Noel was a clear winner. Um, so yeah, I was I was watching this. This was on Channel Seven in Thailand, live on Thai TV. Wow. <laughs> yeah, live on Thai TV and at Lumpini, the historic Lumpini Stadium. So this was a big deal. Uh, and uh, so I was watching it live on TV. I was unable to go uh, in person because of uh, I had just gotten back from Singapore. Yeah. I had to do a one-day quarantine, right? I was watching that live. Um, yeah, really, really uh, fun fight to watch, really good fight to watch. I really wanted Anita to get the win. That would have been a, a very big scalp to take for her and could have taken, uh, could have really accelerated her career. Uh, not to say that uh, she's... Uh, like been really derailed or anything like that in her position uh with the skills that she has and what she showcased in that last fight um plus like the, the way that the, the landscape of uh, women's mma especially uh in asia and particularly in south asia and, and even more particularly in pakistan you know she's still got a like a very very bright future you know yeah very sure. bright future and i mean uh women's mma in pakistan the thing about that is uh that it's just so many it's not so many sorry such few athletes currently that are making yeah. up the roster of fighters uh, yeah. that I can list off the top of my head. I'm just talking about people who've act, act, actually recently competed. Of course, Anita is the only professional fighter that comes to mind. But when you come to the amateur mm -hmm. circuits, even Iman mm -hmm. Khan, of course, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. you have Shizadi Saki, although we haven't seen uh -huh. her since Airway Warriors. Um, yeah. You have that's it and then a few others. no 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 there's a yeah. few others there's a few others uh, that have uh competed i don't know their names so i feel really bad which is also yeah. once again look it's a testament to how much box any mma has grown right yeah. uh if I, I can't keep track of everybody um however there are actually some fans that could yeah. give you this information right for sure uh i'm just yeah i'm just like a 40 year old with uh kids and family <laughs> and a full job now so i can't uh you know but i know that there's others and and i, and yeah. I wish uh and, and now actually i feel guilty uh, being known as the godfather of boxing MMA 
that I should be able to actually yeah. um, name these people off the. No, it's it's all good. Listen, yeah. like yeah. you said, it's a testament to how much it's grown. Every club yeah. has its own fighters, yeah. and every yeah. city has its multiple clubs mm-hmm. now. But the mm-hmm. thing is, um, even though yes, you're right, and I completely mm-hmm. agree that this is a testament to how much Pakistani mixed martial art has grown. I still mm-hmm. think that this isn't enough, and I say that because if I oh, can name. If I can name yeah. four to six people at best, uh-huh. four to six women uh-huh. fighters, yeah. that is you're, not you're right. that yeah. is not acceptable yeah. because that is fifty percent of our population. And I can only name six people. If you mm-hmm. start asking for male MMA fighters, I can literally finish this podcast just by naming all of the Khans alone that right, are currently right, in right, the. I'm right, talking about yeah. Nazir Khan. I'm talking about Kudrat Absolutely. Khan. I'm talking about Najum Khan. I'm talking about mm-hmm. Iman. Khan, all of them. Like mm-hmm. literally, just mm-hmm. just the Khans are more than the women. I don't think that's okay. Mainly because it's 50% of our. So I think Bashir, like just to kind of mm-hmm. wrap up this uh, subject real quick, I want to know what your perspective is. My perspective is that it is the responsibility of people who take place as coaches as mentors as people who are club leaders it is kind mm-hmm. of their responsibility to try to bring in women make a safe vi- viable environment for women to train and then to push mm-hmm. them you know just to mm-hmm. push them in the right direction so they actually go and compete locally regionally and see if it's for themselves but right now i think mm-hmm. you have a small group of women who actually fight they know they want to fight mm-hmm. and there's the only people yeah. who are fighting um same yeah. way we try out guys i think we got to try out more women is it that yeah. or who's responsible? Of course, like if we want to get into feminist debate and go all the way down to the roots of our society as to what mm-hmm. is plaguing all of this gender imbalance. But mm-hmm. what do you think? Where does the responsibility lie if we want to take the next immediate step? Who needs to take the next step in making sure women's MMA can grow? Uh, who needs to? I mean, I think it's multifaceted. And I yeah. don't think that you can talk about this issue without talking about like underlying like uh, gender imbalances, right? And that goes back globally, not just Pakistan, right? Um, And uh, you also have to take into account that it's probably likely that there are going to naturally be more men who are interested in fighting, right? And this kind of sport than women are uh, in general, right? So I don't think you're ever going to see 50-50 in it. and, And that's okay, you know, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, you know, I think we should also kind of, when, when we talk about these things, put these into perspective. Um, so like you would, uh, pro- say that there's maybe six women who have competed in Pakistan in MMA, about six to 10, yeah. say that's fair, Roughly. right? That aren't children. That's aren't children. Let's not yeah. count children. There might uh-huh. be some kids who have done it, but over yeah. the age of 18, over yeah. the age of 16, yeah. right? Or just over the age of 16. So six to 10. So it's really, I guess the, you have to ask the question is how many women want to do this, right? How many women want to do this in Pakistan? Because also I'm sure there's lots of women who want to do that, but feel like they can't. And there also might be just more women because of the culture and everything that be like, I just don't even want to do that, right? I don't even, I'm that, that's not for, for women, right? And, and that's what they, that's their perspective on things, right? Right. Uh, so, um, I think, it, it, sorry if I'm going to jump in here real quick. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, please. I yeah. think this sport is, um, I mean, statistically, even if you look at it, like mm-hmm. Kayla Harrison, we were talking about her earlier, there's mm-hmm. not a lot of lightweights, uh, lightweight female fighters, 155 pound female fighters yeah. around the world anyway, yeah. let alone, you know, that kind of tells you that, yeah, of course, it is mm-hmm. a little skewed in the favor of men in terms of mm-hmm. how much, availability is there of athletes across weight classes but at the same time i feel like women 
would want to fight we actually have a lot of women who do compete in combat sports mm-hmm. in your university level like boxing like kickboxing like mm-hmm. wushu all of these and mm-hmm. and we want to start presenting career options to these women right out of college that hey if you want to turn pro and actually want to make some money and actually get a career and some you know chances of advancing up the ladder and not being stuck under federation mm-hmm. mma is the way forward um but yeah i feel like this is a very long and detailed oh, discussion is, yeah. and especially for two yeah. dudes to sit here mm-hmm. and discuss Dude, what you know, needs I, was exactly gonna, <laughs> yeah. I was exactly going to say that i was like before this conversation goes on for too long we should probably have a, a female representative yeah uh and voice on here so maybe actually that's we go, a great go into that yeah idea uh, before we go into we, it yeah let's get iman khan on the podcast soon with us as a as let's a get anita guest. just let's, anita, let's get yeah. anita let's get yeah, him let's on get she just fought yeah pro and am yeah. get a perspective from both as people who've done absolutely. it people yeah, who are just yeah, starting absolutely. yeah we can For have sure. both of them on. In fact, we could have a few. We could have a whole panel. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Literally. Yeah. But let's we'll talk, talk about it. We'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll see how we want to do it. But let's let's end this conversation here because you're yeah. right. I don't want to sit here and be uh yeah, this I, I don't I don't I'm not comfortable with that, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> the godfather like, and the podfather and uh, white. Oh, right, shiny yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly, right? It's gonna end up being one of those things where you see like, you know, this uh women's convention and all the speakers are male. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And that happens, right? It happens yeah, all the time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and only one of us is bearded here, thankfully. Otherwise mostly they're all mullahs <laughs> just sitting there. Yeah. Anyway, moving on from uh uh-huh. Anita Cream and women's mixed martial arts, I wanna talk really mm-hmm. quickly about a phenom of an athlete mm-hmm. that we have that most Pakistanis don't even know about. Bashir Bhai, I'm mm-hmm. talking about Muhammad Abbas Khan, mm-hmm. boxer on Instagram. This guy born in Mardan, in Pakistan, and then mm-hmm. eventually uh, was taken up into one of, the me- one of the most successful and one of the most impressive MMA programs, I guess you could call them, or dynasties, you should really call them now, which is KHK MMA, mm-hmm. Khalid bin Hamad al-Khalifa, mixed martial arts in Bahrain, um, which is now slowly, mark my words, in the next five years, I think is going to become one of the epicenters, if it hasn't already become one of some one of the epicenters of MMA mm-hmm. in the world. Muhammad um, Abbas Khan fought in Pakistan at Brave 17 for the first time, and since then, um, has gone through the amateur circuits of IMF, securing multiple medals for Pakistan uh, and Bahrain. He was representing both of them. And now he's gone on to his professional mixed martial arts career and recently won a fight at FCR. Bashir, this fight, my God, the link's mm-hmm. in the bio, by the way. It's a very tough fight yeah. to find because it's all in mm-hmm. Russian and stuff. You guys can go mm-hmm. watch it. But my God, Bashir, let me just tell you this much. It was a tough first round for Mohamed Abbas yeah. Khan. It was a tough yeah. outing in terms of like the first round, how it was going a little back and forth. I shit you not, something flipped in that man's head in Muhammad Abbas Khan's head in the second round he got off the stool his coaches told him something as soon as the fight started he walked across the cage overhand right away in the first couple of seconds of the second round dropped his opponent completely knocked him out got the win like after almost losing yeah. the first round he one yeah. punch KO'd this guy in the second round Muhammad Abbas Khan has so many impressive wins over really high level guys who've yeah, also been say, the- high level yeah you know, high level guys and even yeah. its fight style yeah. is so high level if you look at it it's smart uh it's very very uh tactical and i think this guy is one of those guys and tell me what you think about this that really with a couple more pro fights under his belt will be making waves at brave cf and could potentially be seeing him in the ufc if he keeps going in this trajectory because my god i don't have one bad thing to say about in terms of his style jiu-jitsu great wrestling great boxing great um he puts it together really well as well what have you seen about muhammad Abbas khan Shirbai? Well, 
Um, I've been familiar with Muhammad Abbas for a while because I think at the very first amateur, uh, the World Championships for the IMF, he competed uh, in them. So, I mean, the thing is, he's been kind of so under the radar. Yeah. Right. But he's been training over at uh, KHK for this entire time. So, uh, and, and before that, so I think like the the first World Championships were maybe in 2015, maybe or yeah. 2014, right? And so he's competing uh, at, at that at that time and and being taken care of and training and having like a, a solid support system. Um, so with all that and um, the with KHK's uh, you know uh, link with with Brave. Uh, and that association, um, he's uh, he's in the right place to develop into a very high level talent. Where we end up seeing him go, um, I, I don't know because you know he's with Brave, and if Brave is valuing him, and depending what their plans are for him, he, he you know we might see him be there for a long time as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. And, you know, I'm really excited for wherever he does next. Uh, mm. He just fought recently, so it might be a couple of months before he fights again. But he really wants to stay yeah. active. Uh, we've had yeah. him on the podcast as well before. If you want to hear about his life story and everything, go to yeah. the Way In playlist or just find Muhammad Abbas Khan on the mic and you will get that video. Go watch that. Uh, Bashir Bhai, I mm -hmm. delayed a little bit, a little mm -hmm. long overdue, but a massive mm -hmm. congratulations on Irfan Ahmed's victory. I know you have a very close personal bond with him. I know you work with him a yep. lot over the last couple yep. of years. He competed in Turkey uh, and won his first professional fight in Turkey uh, pretty handily. He did a lot of flashy stuff in that fight, uh, as he yeah. always does. You got to love it. Uh, but just, you know, that win, yeah. what does that mean to you and what does that mean to Irfan? I mean, I think what it means to me is that Irfan has gone through a long period of struggling to even be able to compete. He's been affected very, very significantly by this pandemic. Um, he was on a, in a good place. He was uh, in one Warrior Series um, and, uh, you know, Rich had come and filmed with him. And, you know, um, he I guess he had competed right after that and he got the win. It was... Uh, was yeah I mean, things were looking very good for him the pandemic came and kind of froze everything for him and uh he went over to turkey to 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 train he's over at uh, i believe it's one more round um that the that jim is called uh they've been taking very good care of him um and supporting him and uh but he was also uh due to covid unable to compete and so for him to uh compete against a uh a good guy after all that training and put that training to use uh it it means a lot and that this is a, a good step forward for him because he's a very high level talent um but he, i keep forgetting that like time goes by and he's getting older you know so he's i believe 26 years old right yeah three no so he's still in a really good window he's still in a really good window but uh things are changing in this game so fast that uh, uh he knows and he's been ready um, you know, to begin to be a lot more active and he should be, you know, and he should be. And I hope that within maybe like the next two years, he's able to really step up the activity. I think that'd be really good for him. Uh, I also think that potentially, um, this has been a blessing in disguise, uh, and he's not like rushing forward too much because one of the things, uh, about him is, is that, uh, he's one of those people that, uh, without someone pretty much stopping him is willing to fight anybody. Right. And yeah. Uh, keep going so like um, like he, he he's in a good place that he's able to get 3-0 right now because like for his debut for his um, 
pro debut. He wanted to fight Heather Furman. This is like three years ago, right? And I was like, that's just like a terrible uh, fight for you. Why yeah. would you do that, you know? And like, this is not amateur. It's going to go on your record. Um, and, you know, like people like that and Rivano, just Frank, took it personally too. Like, oh, you don't believe in me and, and all this. But it was not a good choice. It's yeah. not a good choice for your first professional fight. Right? <laughs> Point being that uh, he's in a very good place. And, and uh, hopefully all this then this kind of uh, holding back and taking things a little slower than he would have liked to ha is going to end up benefiting him because I'd like to see him uh, do uh, really well. He works very hard. He's very hungry. Uh, he's very uh, athletic. And I mean, he's got some uh, hard hands too. I mean, I'd like to see him begin to uh, get some knockouts. Um, I know he wants it uh, as well. Um, you know, so I, I think um, some more fights, some uh, some knockout wins. Uh, he's uh, and and he's got uh, some potential. Yeah. Uh, uh, for for him to to go quite far. He's got some momentum behind him if he gets those, yeah, uh, yeah, like you mentioned, yeah, and exactly, also yeah, momentum. Yeah. My God, that fight that mm -hmm. you, you just kind of teased us, Irfan Ahmed versus uh, Heather Furman. That is a dream match for Pakistani mixed martial arts. But I agree. Now, now, yeah, the yeah, first yeah. fight of your professional yeah. career is kind of yeah. too soon. But um, yeah, I'm glad yeah. you were there to um, talk some sense yeah. into in the sense that. Um, you know, if it's your first professional fight, it's not a matter of whether you can beat the guy or you can't beat the guy. It's always just about, yeah. um, or in any fight, if it's your 10th fight, you got to kind of weigh out mm -hmm. how much it benefits you if you beat him versus how much it benefits the other person if he beats you. You know, yeah. it's that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, if if he's the kind of guy who wants to fight yeah. Heather Furman, and exactly. Heather Furman is the so kind of guy. Sign. Yeah, and Heather, yeah. And Heather Furman's the kind of guy who wants to fight anyone and everyone any day of the week. Dude, that yeah. fight, yeah. if that ever happens through whatever yeah. happenstance, miracle, yeah. stars aligning, mm -hmm. World mm -hmm. War Three, everyone needs to return mm -hmm. their, to their country kind of thing. So we only have Pakistani mm -hmm. fighters here to fight each other. That kind of scenario, mm -hmm. if that happens, my That's God. That's a good fight. Yeah, potentially. My yeah. God, yeah. But I mean, yeah. Bashir, by the, the, the spirit of this podcast and the reason we started it, um, it was kind of to uh, contribute to an already going movement that we have started uh, it's not really a movement. It's just three words that we put together, but people start using it quite a bit now. It's hashtag mm -hmm. save combat sports. And the reason I'm yeah. bringing that up is because, um, you know, I what do you, what does that hashtag mean to you when you see that? What, what do you think? Well, start with to you. me. I, I I don't understand it. <laughs> I really don't understand it. I, it makes no sense to me. Yeah. Quite frankly. Yeah, it makes no sense to me. Save combat sports. One, save combat sports from what? Right? <laughs> Number two, was there some kind of glory day yeah. that we're talking about that we're referring to? Yeah. Right? That we got to save it. And like, you know, was, was 10 years ago, combat sports, like a really big thing in Pakistan. And we were like winning a whole bunch of medals and like championship belts. Nah, left nah, and right. You hear's, hear's that we got to save it? I did, yeah, this I don't is the, understand it. No, no. The, the first yeah. point I agree with. The second uh -huh. point I don't because yeah. that is the MAGA. That's the make America great again critique that you're levying yeah. onto this great slogan. That's mainly because uh -huh. we're not saying combat sports was great to begin with. Make America great yeah. again does say that America was great uh -huh. to begin okay. with. So it does not okay. apply the second one. The first one though, uh -huh. I will clarify. Hashtag save yeah. combat sports. From what? Right, that's what you asked. Mm -hmm. What do yeah, we? Yeah, what, what do you? What do we want to? Yeah. What do we not want to save it from? Is my question. Yeah. Like, do Ourselves? you? <laughs> uh, exactly. Do you not <laughs> yeah, want to save it yeah. from the people who don't want to talk about it? For example, yeah, all well, the way. I mean, then there should be the hashtag should be don't be an asshole. Right? <laughs> save combat sports. Yeah. Let me tell you why I started hashtag save yeah. combat sports because this is from a third person perspective. Yeah. When I came into this, Did you game, started two three what. 
Did you start it? Yeah. I thought uh, Jamil Jamio started it. No, I started it. Are you sure? Dude, this is an all hashtag on the mic property, bro. Uh, don't okay. even come at okay. us like that telling me Jamil okay. Jamio okay. started my hashtag. Okay, I no. No, yeah. no, no, no. And I'm really glad okay. everyone's using it. But no, we started. Yeah. Let me tell you yeah. why. Because when we okay. came into this game, and I won't say I, I'll say uh-huh. we. And yeah. Umar Fassi and I yeah. came into this game a couple of years ago. And we mm-hmm. saw mm-hmm. everything that was happening here wasn't happening here for that for that yeah. matter. Um, the yeah. problem was that uh-huh. there was activity that was not uh-huh. being projected or documented. There were okay. fights that were literally going to waste because nobody knew they were uh-huh. happening. There was okay. guys who were incredible talents like Muhammad Abbas Khan that nobody absolutely knows about. Okay. The state of combat sports in this country when we started on mm-hmm. the mic was absolutely uh-huh. worthy of needing saving. Because here's the thing, man. Nobody was uh-huh. here to kind of put it all together and say, all right, we're looking yeah. at the broader scheme. Everybody had kind of, like we talked about last time, ter- got in their own little territory and just wanted to build up from there. So we wanted to mm-hmm. hashtag save combat sports, meaning... Actually show everyone what's happening here. Actually show them what's happening on the ground. But now people are using mm-hmm. it for like, you know, hashtag safe combat sports from the federations. No, it's not about that. It's really not about, mm-hmm. it's not political. It's not, we're not, mm-hmm. we're not, we're not talking about the government or anything. What we're talking about is simply the lack of attention that this sport gets. And okay. the fact that people bleeding in there do not get a picture mm-hmm. afterwards put up somewhere. Mm-hmm. We want to hashtag safe combat sports from its lack of of infamy that's what it was okay. but now i'm really glad okay. people are using it everywhere it's really yeah. okay. it's good yeah we started okay. it you so you okay. so you started insulting my hashtag not knowing that it's my hashtag i was like i, I was, mean <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to know that 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 is um its origin story yeah. right um and yeah i mean i i think uh you telling me why what was going on uh and your intentions with, with uh starting on the mic and yeah. what you've been doing for the past couple of years. Uh, it's uh, very good to hear that. Yeah. No, I mean, I, it yeah. could have been phrased better, but really nothing else catches mm. your eye. Unless yeah, it's no, a... no. Look, I think for Pakistan is actually really good because people want to feel like something, somebody's victimizing them, right? And uh, so save combat sports. I think that really it does really well uh, for getting people emotional. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean... You came up with that and people are using it so that it doesn't even have like, no one even knows where it came from. That's beautiful. So congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm and hope more and more. To you. Thank yeah. you, sir. And I hope more and more people yeah. use it mainly because the, the yeah. motto is always the same. And the reason we started this podcast is also the same. Literally mm-hmm. just to put some light on Pakistani mixed martial arts for people in Pakistan yeah. and outside. Just not yeah. to show them that we're the shit or we're number one or that we're world beaters or that somebody's yeah. trying to take away our sport and we're trying to save it. Just to save it in the sense that we are not going to let our men and women's stories go untold or their fights wasted mm-hmm. or you know mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. undocumented now thankfully mm-hmm. if you look at it Bashir by in the last two or three years the way the scene has completely changed mm-hmm. everybody has a social media presence thank god mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. needs a production team for their fight nights because they want the fights to go up because they've understood that mm-hmm. there is views that can be generated mm-hmm. for Pakistani mix tell yeah. me how many people were doing that before hashtag safe combat sport not a lot and I'm very glad this is happening everybody needs yeah. a commentator and announcer now an actual a yeah. good one maybe because they've realized what value is there in production so slowly yeah. but sure and now like sfn was you know my first show but then since then mm-hmm. um people have been trying to get high money a uh, big money mm-hmm. high level investors into their sporting leagues and i think that is the best thing to hashtag save combat sports so 
we're very we're really happy to see everything that's kind of organically burst up just from yeah. not just from the hashtag but all of the digital movement that's kind of yeah. started and we need to keep hashtag saving combat sports because you know we're not mm-hmm. done yet we're just getting started we need tv deals we need regular tv deals we need um way more social media following especially for our fighters they have thousand two thousand followers not enough they need 20 they need 30 mm-hmm. they need 60 thousand followers and yeah we're just we're just gonna keep going and this podcast is the home of the hashtag hey hashtag mm-hmm. save combat sports and we're yeah. gonna you know build on that so just yeah I, I that's really really cool that you you um you told me because it also like one of my sort personal sources of pride right is the way people use the word pack mma now yeah right because <laughs> because like five years ago maybe maybe even less like there was a lot of haters or whatever you want to call them right <laughs> we'd be like no we don't associate with pack mma because like it's kind of this thing people wanted to keep forcing it to be like this like this federation or this like this specific group and stuff like that i was like no it's just it's just pakistani mixed martial arts right and 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 now like that's how people refer to it right and people who are very like uh quite hesitant to like even say it or like very uh what's uh antithetical to it i don't know very hostile to it right are 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 using it to refer to the pakistani mma scene yeah awesome Great. It's it's yeah. called the pa- yeah. it's called the Park MMAF by the way the Pakistan Mixed Martial Arts so it's Park MMAF basically like it's, yeah, it's still yeah, there yeah yeah literally. yeah yeah and you know I I'm yeah I mean it doesn't matter everybody it could be the it's the Pak MMA scene yeah Pak <laughs> MMA community it's everywhere Pak MMA Federation right it doesn't matter yeah hashtag yeah save Pak yeah. MMA we did it it's a fusion of there the you go. two hashtags nah, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. But there yeah. we go. No, I'm 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 yeah. glad we got to exchange that. I never like I I do know you people think thought that you started Pakistan as like a federation to control mixed martial arts. Right, right. But that's not right, the case, right. really, is it? It was yeah. just a it was just yeah. a word that you wanted to use. Yeah, I mean it's what I use for the website, right? Yeah. And why did I use it for the website? Because like uh box study of a pretty simple <laughs> like <out> there, right? <laughs> you know? The godfather so, is evil, he wants yeah. to control but, mixed martial arts. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could have been MMA pack, yeah. right? Just as easily. Or it could have been Pakistani MMA, you know? This rolls off the tongue easier. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Hey, man, I really enjoyed this episode. I hope you all did as well. Yeah. And I think we all got yeah. to a little insight on Anita, Mohamed Was Khan, Irfan mm-hmm. Ahmed, and that all-important hashtag and that all-important Pak MMA phrase. Um, any closing yeah. thoughts, my friend, dear Godfather? No, man, this was uh, really, really good. Uh, really, really good. We need to start bringing in some, uh, some more Urdu into this. Yeah, some more and some more Urdu guests force us because um, I can speak Urdu. I have Urdu bol sakna. It leja thora sa ajeeb sa hai. Baaru walon ka. Kampi tangri Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Daniel here. Wo bhi Urdu bol sakta hai. Thodi si. Zada um, nahi. Yeah, what is your Urdu level like? Your, your Urdu level is good. Nay, it's not khas nahi. Matlab, do you have a bad balo? Yeah, yeah. Bad balo ka Urdu. Oh, you do. No, not okay. not entirely. Yeah, like the, I was the, the burger. Yeah, the mom, yeah, mommy yeah, daddy Urdu. Mommy daddy, yeah, not, daddy Urdu. Not bad wali Urdu. The mommy daddy Urdu mainly because mommy daddy. Peda yahi ho. Do I have? The, do I? Yeah, yeah. Also was I. I was also born. But I was and I was raised here. But I grew up on Western music, Western movies, Western shows, mm-hmm. Western schooling. Mm-hmm. Uh, English, yeah. all of that. So, and I've done yeah. all my public speaking ever, all in yeah. English. Okay. So, you know what I mean? It's very you got hard. All the Illuminati trailing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Neha, definitely. More Urdu. Uh, before uh, you say it in yeah. the comments, we have acknowledged it. Uh, and more yeah. guests and more Urdu guests. Let's get uh, Khaibane Meme uh, on soon. He, he speaks beautifully. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Good one. Let's good give one. him some fights to watch and tell yeah. him to break him down Urdu. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Hey, until Shalom next time. Chalo, Chalfin. Let's go. Thank you so much, Bashir yeah. Bhai, for the time. And I will see you next week. All right. All of you beautiful people, leave a like, leave a subscribe, leave a comment, leave a share. Only 25% of you motherfuckers subscribe to the channel. So please hit that subscribe button. Be nice in the comments. Take care. Keep it tight. And I will see you soon.